Happy holidays. This is Patty and welcome to the witching hour. I have a great guest for you today. Paranormal investigator, star of living for the dead and tarot guy, Ken Bogle. You are going to love him. But before I bring on Ken, where's Patty? Yep. Because once a week I look in my calendar and figure out where I am and I'm home. If you are tuning into this the week we first drop, which is Monday, December 25th, 2023. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hope you had a great Hanukkah and Yule a few days ago, the solstice. New Year's Eve is coming. So I'm home. I am home. Did a Christmas thing. Actually, I'm doing a Christmas thing today. My first gathering with all the old bells and whistles we haven't done in a couple of years. So wherever you are, have a beautiful holiday season, however you celebrate it. I am home until mid-January. In mid-January, come see me at the Hanover Tavern Paracon. It's really fun. All the cool kids are going. My, my classes are going on. Next week, I have my regular Tuesday classes, my Wednesday classes, and of course, Witches Movie Coven will be here this week and every week. We've been doing holiday films. I think we're going to move into New Year's films. So you don't want to miss that. Come to my classes, University Magicus. Come over to Hanover Tavern and celebrate the new year because that's where I am here with you. Hey, everybody. Guess what this isn't? It's not the Willow Report. This is the Grace Report because Willow right now is still outside on her evening play date. And I didn't want to interrupt her. She gets so cranky. But her sister Grace was sitting right here by me playing with her baby. This is Grace's baby. She came with it when she was eight weeks old. She carries it around. She gives it food. She occasionally puts it in her water face down. That's when she's mad. But most of the time she cuddles it and loves it and holds on to it. Now you're falling asleep on camera just like Willow does. I guess I have a hypnotic voice or camera into my podcast that's so goofy. Anyway, it is Christmas and she just wanted to say hello. And remember, kitties need babies too. Willow has hundreds and hundreds of stuffed toys. She'll always take more though. But Gracie needs them too. If your cat has cat balls, they love cat balls, whether we use the paranormal kind that light up or the regular ones. But if you get your kitty something about this size, they're going to think it's their baby and they're going to carry it around. And it's about the cutest thing you've ever seen. This is the No Willow Grace Report. Again, falling asleep. I'm going to get a complex. <laughs> Happy holidays. Hey everybody, for this week's magic lesson, we're going to talk about the holidays because it is the holidays. Um, if you're listening to this, it is Christmas week. We just had Yule, which is sol sol the solstice, the equinox. And how do we celebrate Yule? Hmm, it's funny, everybody kind of celebrates it's the same. That's where the Christmas tree comes through, the Yule tree. It's time to light a nice Yule log, celebrate with family and friends, whatever it is you're celebrating but we have New Year's right around the corner. So what better day 
than New Year's Eve or New Year's Day to do some real magic in your life. Everybody, a lot of people do your New Year's resolutions, which is a magic spell, but why not take it one level deeper and make it a real magic spell? So I would say do this on New Year's Eve if you can, but if you can't do it New Year's Day or anywhere close to it that you can. Set yourself up a sacred space, and I would use maybe some red and green candles just of the season. That is the Yule season. Red and green candles, if you can get out in nature and it's not too cold, do. Bring a pine log in. Have a pine cone if you can. And I want you first to really think about this past year and what you've done. And number one, be in gratitude about it. I'm sure there's things that were bad and things that were good and things that were horrible and things that were great. But look at everything and remember what to be grateful for because we know when we live in gratitude, everything gets better. See what you want to do. And then really think about what you want to create in the new year. With that light, again, light a beautiful candle and think about what I want to bring in 2024. You could do it month by month if you want, or you could do, "Mm, I want a better job. I want a new car. I want a lover. I want this. I want that. I want health. All those normal things. Write it down on a piece of paper. Get some fancy paper if you want to or not. Write it all down. And then I want you to, for a second, go into a nice meditative place. Think about you having all of that stuff as you're watching the candle flicker. Maybe light some beautiful incense, maybe some frankincense and myrrh, some holiday beautiful incense. But think about what you want. And then think about what's in the way of you having that. It could be lack of self-esteem. It could be, I don't think I can do it. It could be uh, personal situations. It could be health situations. Think of everything that you think real or imagined that's in the way of that, getting that. People who control me in my life. It could be anything you want. Write that down. And then I want you to look at those words and all they are is words. They only have the importance that you give them. I live in a box. and da-da. Okay, that's true. You live in a box. But let's see what we're going to do about that. Your head's hanging off the thing. Think about what that is and decides how much important you give each of those things. Then I want you to make a great big cross off or a circle slash or an X or a no way on it. I want you to roll it up away from you. I want you to get a fire safe bowl or a big old pan or over the sink. I want you to roll up that stuff that's away from you. I want you to look at those letters one last time. I want you to look at this little thing that's rolled up in your hand and see where that hits you. It's going to hit you somewhere. A lot of people, it hits you in the gut or it hits you in the throat. Communication, it crowds your head. But think about all that stuff that's there. Then I want you to, in your candle, if you can, light that paper on fire. And then I want you to hold it over your fire safe thing. So if your paper is here, you've rolled it up away from you. If you wanted something you bring, you would roll it towards you. I want you to roll it away from you. I want you to light it in that fire and I want you to burn it up. We'd come up with a simple, easy chant like, get back, go away, never to return. Get back, go away, never to return. Burn it, get back, go away, never to return. When it gets too close to your fingers, you drop it in the fire. Watch it go up and send it up. And then feel your body. Feel all that space you have in your body now, whether you're holding it in your belly or holding it in your throat or holding it in your head. 
You have space for all that stuff you want to create. Now look at again at the list that you what you want. New love, more money, new home, car, whatever that is. Health, happiness, joy. And see you have room for it. Now I want you to roll that up or fold it, whatever you want. If you roll it towards you, if you fold it towards you. Again, they go. I want you to fold it three or four times or roll it towards you. I want you to hold it. I want you to breathe your life force into it. Remember, your breath is your life force. It's your pneuma. The moisture is your free will. I want you to hold it. And I want you to do something, say something like, by the power of three times three, but this spellbound round shall be, or as I do will it, here it is, or amen, or aho, I am creating this now. Love and health and happiness, joy. It is mine in every time. Health and joy, whatever that is. Dance, sing, hit a drum together, ring a bell, anything. And when you feel it, send it up to the universe, send it up to God, to the gods, whatever you work with. Now, I want you to keep this in a safe space. If you have a candle going, you could slide it under your candle. I'm one for cooking things, not literally cooking, but get a box. You can get a magic box. I have this beautiful new magic box my friend Sasha made me. It's going to be my new magic oven for cooking beautiful wishes. You can get a little bag. You can get a small box. You can get an envelope for that matter. I have a nice dragon that I put things in, but this is going to be my cooking oven and I have it somewhere near my altar or under your bed. And I'm going to put this wish into my box to cook. And now it is cooking and goading. Every time I walk by, I see this little sign actually that says magic is everywhere. Yours just might say Kleenex on it, but that's okay too. Enchant that with this my wishes in there are cooking and cooking. If you want to peek in it every once in a while, peek in and remember what you're wishing for. And you are stepping into that reality. Make 2024 the year that your wishes and dreams do come true. You've gotten everything out of the way, in the way. Step into it. Remember, passion fuels your success. Passion fuels your spell. Doubt kills it. You can do this, I promise. Magic for today. Have a great year ahead. Hey everybody, this is Patty. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas if you are watching this when we first drop. This is the witching hour and the witching hour means it is a time when the veil is thin and magic happens. We have some really fun magic for you today. I am excited to get to know them a little better myself. We have the one and only Ken Boggle from Tarot Reader from Living for the Dead on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. He is funny. He is fabulous. He is magical. Welcome, Ken. Hi, Miss Patty. How are you? I am so good. I'm thrilled to have you on. I've been going through all your stuff. Your show is great because it is not, I do a lot of paranormal TV shows and yours is not like any out there. And that is great. So for anybody who doesn't know, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, how you got there, your path. Sure. I've been doing psychic medium tarot card readings now for 31 years. I started when I was an eight-year-old baby. And my granny taught me everything I knew. And then I started doing paranormal investigations in Earth probably 15 years ago. And then started reading professionally a little more than 10 years ago. And uh, I got hooked up with uh, all the right people. And I've 
done some amazing readings for some amazing folks. I've made my way in the paranormal scene. That's, I met you at Parunity in Vegas. Yes. And had such a great time. You're as beautiful now as you were then. So clearly I have to take better care of myself because Patty does not age. And I, and yeah, so now I'm on this great, big, amazing show produced by Kristen Stewart, the first LGBTQ plus fully inclusive paranormal investigation show on Hulu in, if you're in America and then Disney plus and stars plus everywhere else. That is amazing. And all the characters are brilliant. And I love that you, I'm a tarot reader too, and I'm paranormal. I have never brought tarot into an investigation. I I, love how you do that. To my knowledge, and again, to my knowledge, if I offend anybody, I'm sorry. But to my knowledge, I'm the only person that has developed the certain spread that I use that allows me to understand not just who the spirit is, but what the issue is who they were in life, who they were in death, what is their spiritual environment, their motivations, their intentions. And it's a huge, beautiful 10 card spread that I call the mirror. I use it on the living and I use it on the dead because it just works perfectly. And so in an investigation, I use tarot like just simply is the place haunted? If so, what? And then I do an explorator spread into that. And then from there, I understand each individual spirit if there are any. So yeah. I think I'm the only tarot card reader to ever be on a paranormal investigation show. I think Look so too. I oh, think um, that is amazing. Again, and how clever that is. Again, being a readership going, I've never even thought to bring my card. You're doing the medium work or you're doing the investigation work or you're doing whatever along the way. So how, I understand being a tarot reader and growing up in it and the gift and all that. But paranormal still is something different. Did that just happen to you or is it just because you were seeing spirits? Because I grew up in a haunted house, Pat. Seriously, it was so traumatizing to me. And I would lay there in bed and I would hear this spirit come down the hallway. And there was something wrong with his leg. And it was this older man. Our backyard was like 20 yards away was a graveyard. But not like these nice manic trip graveyards. This was like an old southeastern coal mine graveyard. And I would lay there in bed and I would hear step, drag, step, drag. And I would just be filled with fear and panic. And then I would look over because the door frame was on the right side of the bed. I'd look over and he would look in the door frame to see that I was seeing him. And then he would walk in and then the three women would walk in behind him and they would all circle the bed and they would all lean in on my face. And while they didn't say anything or make noise, it felt like they were screaming at me. So I went to my granny and I, granny said, granny's an old Southern woman with a really foul mouth. I'll save you from what she really said, but basically you look terrible. <laughs> like what's going on. And I told her, I just started crying. I explained what was happening. And she was like, don't tell anybody else in the family, but your granny's the same way. And I'll help you. I'll help you. And she sure did. That woman taught me so much more than just about spirit. She taught me about nature. She took me on walks through. We had an open little field area where she taught me about like herbs and how you use herbs. And she was all very into home remedy. Yeah. She's just iconic, but that's how I got started with spirit and wanted to understand why, like, why is this happening? And that was the spark of it. And then I just followed it. I became a certified ghost hunter through Patty Starr, as did our friendship coffee. 
And that was uh, 10 years ago. And I've been doing paranormal investigating ever since. And I just, honestly, the truth is in my normal everyday paranormal investigation, I'll go in and get a base reading from my gut. And then I will usually do the equipment base line. And then I get the cards out. So yeah, that's usually my flow, but because you have to follow those procedures, you know what it's like. You have procedures to do a proper investigation. So that's usually my flow. Awesome. Did you ever figure out who the man and the three women were? Absolutely not. I was, I was traumatized. I wanted no part of it. And it was so traumatizing that I actually have had to do work to reclaim that younger me from the trauma through therapy and all kinds of things. It really messed with me. Like it really messed me up. Yeah. You know what I would tell you to do? Get fill up a bathtub. If this is a Southern, you should know that. Throw in some salt for cleansing. Oh, I do it. Maybe I just did it. Did you add some sugar, plain old white sugar for sweetness and a little bit of milk for nurturing. Salt, sugar, milk. Old fashioned Southern conjure folk magic. Best 30 cent bath you'll ever have. It's a womb work. And then call in that little kid, but you don't remember, not you grown up, you remembering, listen to him. It'll be a very different conversation because yeah. we go to therapy and we do all this stuff and we're trying to remember, but we're going to remember from our adult perspective and point of view, let your kid talk and it'll be from their maturity level, understanding level, and you'll get a whole different story. One of the, one of the things that we've done is, is not trying to remember it. It's a guided meditation where I present myself to him and then I hold him and take him out of the situation. And as we walk away from it, we make peace with it and we consolidate as one. So it's recapturing the younger me from a traumatic experience. It's been really great. I cried. I cried every time I did it up until a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I feel healed. I feel connected. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a beautiful thing. But I did not know you should put sugar and, and milk in your salt bath. I didn't know that. For doing a nurturing, go back into childhood, it, it truly is womb work. That's why you get naked. Makes- I always light a candle, shut down your chatty love brain. You don't want to be overanalyzing. Yeah. And again, it's secret is I always go think for a second and you think back. But then you put that little kid there in your mind's eye and then don't try to remember let them talk and it's so different coming from that six-year-old seven-year-old whatever age that that and then this man came in and you're because so often there it's illogical so it's stuff you don't comprehend in your grown-up mind because it's an illogical immature little kid and yeah you go, oh, and then you fix it and then you soothe them and tell them that they're perfect and they didn't do anything or whatever you need to do salt sugar milk old-fashioned i love what? that note to sell but I take a salt bath every day. Good. It's good. Every no. day. Yeah. Well, adding the sugar and milk makes you feel like breakfast cereal. <laughs> well, I'm lactose intolerant. Is well, that going to be a problem? And Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Frosted Flakes kind of kid. You're a or Frosted Flakes. It's got salt. It's got sugar. It's got milk. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Ah. Uh. So I know on one of your episodes, and I just have a thing, I don't like clowns. You went to the clown hotel. Tell me about, I won't go there. I will go to the darkest, scariest, most demonic haunted Cecil hotels, the worst prisons. I love the clown hotel. Yeah, no, clowns are terrifying. I do better now. I'm better now because I think that 
filming that episode and being there for a week was exposure therapy. I think it just, it, it, it is a place I would have never gone to on my own accord. But the cool thing was I was there with my friends and they were very supportive and they were very loving and they were very understanding until they asked me to go into the clown motel lobby where there are 2000 clowns and sent me in the dark. Patty, these are my friends. Like, I love these people and I thought they loved me. We've since got over it. I, we've have forgiven and forgot, but yeah, it was crazy to be. The thing about the clown motels at the Totopal Cemetery had, has actually shifted. And the motel is built to some degree into the space where some of the graves have shifted. That's my understanding. Regardless, when I was in that lobby doing this sensory deprivation experiment, I could hear the voices of the spirits under the floor. So here I had voices under the floor. I had 2000, my worst fear, one of my worst fears, sharks, clowns, spiders. It's a thing. And, and I had a seven foot shadow circling me that could only be described as tricksterish and clownish. And it was really terrifying. So no, I don't think I'll ever go back to Tonopah. If I do, there's a, there's another, a hotel there where allegedly a lady jumped to her death. So I would. Probably go to that hotel. They can keep the clowns. I paid my dues, I think. Yeah, no, I get that. I don't, and it's funny, long before the paranormal world, it, clowns have always had this energy about them. I didn't like them when I was a kid. I was just recently in uh, Haunted Hill House in Texas somewhere. And they have, there's, a, I had the Victorian, little every little girl's dream, fluffy pink dolls, a lot of haunted dolls, old dolls, Victorian death dolls. And somebody who yanks you off the bed, a spirit and a shadow man. But I gladly stayed in that room because the other room was a clown room. I don't like a spark. And not even spark. one of them were haunted clowns. They were like Halloween clowns. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you made the right choice, my love. I you did. made the right choice. Yeah. I did. And as, as I'm sleeping, I don't care. No clowns. <laughs> so how did you guys? So this is great. You guys just put your show together. I love that it's LGBTQ. And did you guys? have time to play together first did you guys to get to know each other were you just okay we are a team because you're a great team oh we're it's, it amazes me every day that five totally unique individuals can form any kind of unity the way we did like we're all very different from one another we see things differently we have different paths we have we identify differently than each other it amazes me that we got as close as we have become we were there for my knowledge, there was like 7,000 people that auditioned to be on this program. Wow. They whittled it down to 12 and then it took us to the Hollywood Hills in a haunted mansion in Hollywood Hills. And I thought that was so cool at the time. And we, they slowly, the production casting company worked together and they removed people throughout the days. So we started as 12 and we ended up as seven. And then they said, go home. We'll pick the five. Wow. And the seven of us started a group chat and we started to talk and chat and get to know each other. And it was this time last year that they called and said, these are the five. And it was later that night, the five of us got on the phone and said, let's get to know each other. 
and we did, we played games together. We watched, we played, we did the video face thing that you do and uh, see Penny, I'm so old school. And we did this video face thing that you do. and then FaceTime is what it's called. We would do FaceTime. And then we started just calling each other up and sharing our lives together, like genuinely sharing our lives. And then we got to go to Nevada, if I'm not mistaken, we got to go to Nevada before we got to Tonopah and we all met up and it was the first time we'd seen each other in months. And we were just so happy to see each other. We got this, we got all set up and we all got to hang out. Then uh, the rest of it was just working and having a great time together. We got to play a little bit. When you're staying in like the Copper Queen in Bisbee, Arizona, you got to find fun. You know what I mean? You have to find fun. And I think it was me and Juju uh, in the Copper Queen that paid a guy who was just sitting at a bar like 20 bucks to play Sweet Dreams so we could sing it on the microphone together. I wish I had a video of that. That'd be cool. Yeah. No, I just did a thing at the Copper Queen. Did you like it? Yeah. It, it's got stuff. It's got stuff. mixed. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff being held back. And, and yeah, so you got to make your own stuff. We did an investigation. I stayed there for two or three days. Weird stuff happened, not regular investigation stuff happened. I love because most people would not know even where the Copper Queen is or where Bisbee is or where anything else. So that's right. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, though. And it they is. Had... Oh, no, I love it. I love the daughter. I didn't meet the woman who owned it, but the daughter is really great. She's coming to some of my classes now. She's starting to do her own ghost things. Oh, I love that. She should. How smart. Very smart. Yeah. Very... Yeah. Great place. I loved it. And they had such great antiques and they had great pie. There's a place that sells pie that was phenomenal. And no. Juju, actually, Juju bought us all a spice of me and Alex and Juju went shopping and she bought us all a spice of pie. <laughs> How can you not love these people? They're all so good. I, I love them. Yeah, anybody who brings you pie. And I love that you have a witch on the show. I'm on one of the shows I'm on, Ghost Finders. I'm one of the two witches. So nice that they're bringing that magical spirituality into things in whatever form. So what about you for, do you do certain, do you have, do you bring your belief system into your protection techniques? What do you do when you're going into a real dark or scary with or without clowns? <laughs> with clowns, I just shut my eyes really tight. <laughs> no, I do my own little sort of magic. I do my own sort of blend of things. I'm a practicing Buddhist, but I grew up in a Christian home. And uh, years ago, I met the Dalai Lama. We had a private teaching for the Dalai Lama. Wow. And he was saying that when one converts, they should still maintain some connection to what, what they grew up in, or it creates confusion and conflict in the spirit. So I incorporate a lot of my Buddhist chants and meditations into my protection. It also includes my Christian faith and prayers. I hope I tried really hard though, Patty, not to make it offensive to anybody because right. there's, I, I wanted to be very inclusive, but I also wanted to honor myself. So there's a couple of times that you see me do that, but most of the protection work I do happens before I ever even get out of the RV. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I'm very careful too. You don't want to offend people. That's why. And I know you have a nice connection with nature and that's the one I use. I'll work within every dang belief system. Bring me the Christians, bring me the Jews, bring me the Buddhists, bring me the pagans like myself. Bring Here. And understand nature, the strength of a tree, the solidity of earth itself. and Yeah. The fall of a leaf. As Grady, one of Grady's greatest sermons, I used to say, 
one of her greatest sermons or teaching moments was the fall of a leaf and just how beautiful it was and the magic that was happening. Even the leaves turning to receive rain was, Green would say, it's going to rain. And we would say, how do you know? She's one, my knees hurt. And two, because Granny was a million years old. She's one, my knees are hurting. And two, the leaves have turned rain five minutes later. It happened every single time. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) It was, she taught me so much. But yeah, I incorporate a lot of that into what I do. And even like the salt bath, that was a suggestion from Granny. Yeah. It's nothing better. Salt protection, salt on your food, salt in your bath, salt everywhere. I'm about uh, to have French fries in a minute, so salt yeah, off yeah, 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 exactly yeah. my uncle kid needs that. Yeah. yeah, so you did take on an uncle role on the show, right? You were the, the elder of the group. Yeah. Or present tense, new. It's new. Yeah. So I was. That's exactly what sort of happened. Because it was like you were saying earlier, Patty, like, why would you have a tarot card reader and an imperial, they're not, it's not a, it's not an essential piece. And I knew I had been investigating for a long time. And so I brought that, but Logan, Juju, Roz, Alex, they're all paranormal investigators as well. And they have their own tools, techniques, and procedures. And for a minute, I was really stuck as to what is my voice in this? And I think anytime you're with a new group of people, you have to, that moment where you decide kind of what each other's lane is. And it just turned out that every time there's a door to open, I like to open it. Anytime there's somebody wearing high heels, I help you out the RV. I even help Logan. Like, step off a curb and hold his hand. And we'd walk down the town. And like, anytime we were walking on the street, I was always to the side where the traffic was. And I tried to keep everybody else on the side. Just, I'm so Southern and gentlemanly. As it relates to the context of the relationship that you have with other people, it became, I show you I care by protecting you and helping you and opening doors and doing these things, going shopping at Walmart for fabric softener and detergent so that we could all wash our clothes. We all shared detergent for two months. It was amazing. And we had such a great time doing it. But yeah, I developed the Uncle Ken vibes. That's awesome. Yeah. One magazine called, I think it was the beast. I think it was called the beast or box or something like this. They called me the deep fried daddy. With a Diane Keaton bowler hat. Oh, that's cute. I think oh. it's iconic. I get one. <laughs> I think it's the most amazing thing in the entire world. Yeah, take that title. That's good. Yeah. Deep yeah, Fried Daddy. That. Yeah, that's going on with my new Tinder profile. Deep Fried Daddy with a Diane Keaton bowler hat. Yeah, you won't get swipes. That that is funny. So yeah. now you I, I saw spirits when I was little too. I'm parent and but I, mine was always really positive. I saw the dark stuff and, and we know the dark steps are in the light stuff, but you starting out with so negative and fear, does that hit you? Does that little, I know you've been doing a lot of work on it and therapy, but does that hit you now still being a paranormal? If something comes up that reminds you? No, it, it, it doesn't trigger me quite the way it used to. I guess time and distance no. and experience has changed that for me, but I receive it differently because I changed my protection technique too. And I changed my approach. 31 years of doing anything, you know what you definitely, you, you know that you evolve and it's important to evolve. Yeah, Whether yeah. you're doing 31 years or three months, you should evolve. So I, I just have, so I don't, 
get it the way that I used to have it. I used to be petrified and I used to actually pray for the gift to leave me. And that's what I was crying about with my granny. Cause I was like, I'm seeing these things. I don't want to see it anymore. Like I was crying and she was like, oh, it's actually a gift. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, yeah, it, I, and I did, I came up with an on off switch when I was really little. I, yeah. I ran around with my thumbs and my fingers and I, everybody wondered why, like I was sucking my thumb, but that was my off switch. Now I could go like this one second. I don't have to stand like this off. I would go to the grocery store. I don't want to see your dead mother. I want to get groceries off on uh, but yeah i developed Absolutely. that because you got to because otherwise you're the one of those crazy ones <laughs> yes now patty look you and i did not confer on this earlier but the reality is i teach the same thing in my classes you have to learn how to shut off you do because I you should never be openly vulnerable and exposed to the other side 24 7 it will drive you batty it'll drive you crazy well, you might have to come teach a desk, uh, a, a guest class at my class, at my school. It's cool. an online Zoom school. It's international. You get to say good morning, good evening, good afternoon, hello, people in Australia, all at the same time. Do you know what an honor that would be? Like, you don't have no idea what that, like, that would be an honor. Oh, my, like, my students would love you. You're iconic. Like, yeah. you're iconic. And I love you for it. Thank you. No, but I'm not a Diane Keaton with the bowler head, big daddy. No, I'm not. I don't have that title. Yeah. Oh, so what's coming up? Do you guys know about future stuff yet? You guys have a long way to go. What's coming up for you that we can all look forward to? We have four more weeks until we find out if we have a second season. Four more weeks. And it has been grueling to get through it. When you love something as much as I loved doing this show and being with my friends and helping those people, being away from it has been detrimental to me. I have not done well being away from it. So I can't wait to go back. But for right now, I'm teaching classes and I'm teaching tarot, uh, psychic development. I'm still doing private readings. I'm still on the dirty road of convention circuits, uh, markets and fairs. Should be seeing you on that someone soon, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so. yeah, that's what's up for me. And I'm really excited about hopefully finishing my book. And uh, it's right now with the editor, Mary Jo, and she's working on some stuff to help me cross T's and dot I's and grammar. And I'm really hoping that gets legs to it probably spring 2024. I hope. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You You can do it. Thank you, Mother. Oh, before we go, this is great. My people are going to so love you. So everybody go watch his show so it gets picked up right to the production company. Just say, love this. <laughs> Thank you very much. And listen, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, how cool it is to hang out with you. Your vibe is so my vibe. And when I met you in Vegas, I walked, you were busy. We were all doing things. And I walked away and I sent to my friend who was with me. I said, that chick and I could be bosom buddies. Okay. So I love, I adore you and I, I respect you, dude. And I think you're amazing. But also I want to say happy holidays to everybody at home and to you and whatever holidays you're celebrating. Have a great one. You'll watch Living for the Dead. It was a great, back in the day in the Victorian era, and Patty, you can speak to this. You know this to be true. Didn't they used to tell ghost stories during the holidays? Oh, That's what we have yes. Christmas Carol. It's the going into the dark time. That's, yeah, Christmas ghost stories around the fire, around <laughs> the tree, candlelight. We are new. 
we are channel, <laughs> and we will get right. on that circuit together and you come out my way and we didn't even get to talk about our our mutual love of stevie nicks yet oh my gosh we'll do that soon we'll we do, will that. do that soon. but happy holidays everybody <laughs> please watch living for the dead on hulu and take care of yourselves and if you can find time please donate to somebody who's in need this time of year we are our brother's keeper and it's very important that we take care of our brothers and sisters children if you have children in your life that are in need, please give something to them because that's the only reason why we're here is to help each other. So please do that. And he ends everything with that. That was, this is your talk that you speak. So how can people find you if they don't know where to find you? They go to kidboggle.com. That's it, like you want to book a reading, if you want to book classes, if you want to see my events, and if you want to, if you want to shop because I've got Kid Boggle merch now. It looks like this. Just made a bowler hat, but it's really done very cool. Like John Lennon style. It's very cool. Um, and if you want to follow me, go to social media. It's everything is at Ken Boggle, no punctuation, no fancy letters or anything. It's just at Ken Boggle, B-O-G-L-E. And I'm the kind of guy that if you tag me in stuff that supports what I do, I support you and I share, I try to say happy birthday when I can. So. I'm not just one of these people that say, follow me. So I get my numbers up. I want to know that you're okay. I don't want to support you and whatever it is that you find important in your life. You're the real deal. And that's why I've fallen in love with you as well. So you, thank you. Thank you, Ken, for bringing your magic to the witching world.